Hello, everybody. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and welcome to today's podcast. We've had a couple weeks off, maybe a few weeks off for the holidays, and I am glad to be back with you. It's been a, a nice break during the holidays and then some interesting <laughs> issues with my daughters going back to school for the semester. For any of you that have um, particularly 13-year-old girls, I just have a huge hug for you. What a tough time <laughs> in uh and someone's life and I don't remember loving being 13 either but it's um oh to be there for uh these young ladies while they're uh coming into their own and um trying to be nice and um it's just girls um can be really tough on each other and I think women we can be really tough on each other too and um it's a it's yeah it's earth, <laughs> right? We are definitely on earth and it can be hard here. So anyway, so that's going on in the background of, of my human life of Jill. Um, and yeah, anyway, there we go. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Alrighty. Oh, I could feel so much love <laughs> going back from me to you and you to me. And thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right. So here we go. So let's, um, what are we doing here? I share messages from what I call innate wisdom. I'm not preparing in a mental way. I have a gift, um, and a connection to source energy, God, and it involves inspiring messages, informative messages, and sometimes radically different views of who we are as a human race and what we're doing here that are actually contrary to a lot of other spiritual and religious teachings. Um, so it can be um, controversial and upsetting to some people. And um, my awareness of how much closer I feel to God with what I know and what I'm shown inspires me to let other people um, also know what's available to us here on earth. And that's why I share what I share because we are so loved. We are so glorious in so many ways. And it is so difficult to feel loved and to feel loving and to feel glorious <laughs> in our human race. And I get it too. <laughs> I get that. I get that challenge. Ah, oh, so anyway, here we are. So, um, let's do a, a brief connection exercise. That's always a good idea first. And I just encourage you to, just relax your body and close your eyes if you're ah, in a, an environment where you can do that. Just focus on your breathing here. What would your life feel like to you from the inside out if you knew that there is a God and that God loves you so much and that you are here by choice, that you incarnated because at some level of you, what I call your eternal self, you said, hey, I'll, I'll create a human for myself to experience. Let's see what would happen in a place like Earth where humans forget their innate connection to God. And sometimes there's a group that says, I want to bring light to earth. And that's my purpose for creating a human for the eternal self to share that light, to bring that light whole and complete and inherently sovereign to the earth plane, to the human race, dimension. 
And here we are. You and I. Okay. We love the way the, the calendar and linear time work in the earthly plane, the way that every 365 or sometimes every 366 days, there is this sense of a fresh start and a new year on the calendar. And the fact that linear time in your reality only moves one direction that you can't go back. And that there's sometimes a desire to hang on to the past and sometimes there's fear of the unknown going forward. Um, but overall, that, that entire experience of, of time only moving forward, uh, time in general, the fact that there even is time on Earth is absolutely uh, thrilling and mysterious and quite uh, an ingenious invention that is part of the reality of Earth. So with a new year, and this is our, our first message of, of the year 2019, um, we're just sort of uh, uh, wanting to point out our perspective for you. It's like, oh, it's a new year again. Yay. Like, what do they want to be this year? You are far less attached to what you were in 2018 than you think you are. You don't have to be a certain way. There are, there are obviously some pre-wiring elements to who and what you are, but wherever you don't like yourself, wherever you feel like you've just had to accept that that's the way that you are, we would love for you to revisit that, that whole approach that you have of just accepting it. Um, this freedom for the human being to reinvent itself and to add new layers of yourself and new better layers that you like more about you is such a oh it's such a glorious part but we realize that in your human experience and especially in the the portion the span of time that you're in that is not normal that's not the that's not a mainstream idea that you can reinvent yourself um, or that it, anyway you can <laughs> you can reinvent yourself you can do it 100% on your own and you can do it just because you want to you can start with what maybe you don't like about yourself and there's nothing that we're saying in terms of you have to fix something this that's not what we're saying at all where it's about likability and you liking your humanness and what do you want what do you what do you wish you were more of or what do you wish you were less of but it's not under the umbrella of karma it's not under the umbrella of energetic clearing. It's not under the umbrella of um, negative uh, stigmas associated with your soul that you're here to fix or learn or you know resolve in this lifetime. It's none of that. It's much more uh, fun and playful and creative. It, there's no arduous uh, lesson and heavy, you know, toil to suffer. That's not that at all. But that has been a mainstream ideology that you're here to perfect yourself. We're not even saying that you don't even have to like, you don't even have to fix or address whatever you don't like about yourself. We're just wanting to remind you that you can, 
that you can reinvent yourself. And you don't even have to know exactly what that new you or new and improved you would look like. It is all an experimentation. The entire reality of Earth is this really grand um, sort of exercise of curiosity and a bit of experimentation without without set um, outcomes. Uh, well, there's some, but anyway, in terms of your human journey, it's it's very healthy and helpful for you to look at yourself as not a work in progress as much as much as a creation in process. What you are right now is so much about what others saw in you and what you you chose to agree with that okay yeah that's there in me and some of the best parts about you others will not be able to say hey I see that in you you may want to go look for that. Some of, the, some of the most brilliant aspects about you, other humans actually won't see, can't see, or won't point out. So there is a huge opportunity for you to reflect on what do you want to be more of? Or what would you, what would you like to be less of? There is no time like the present, the present of the presence for you to reevaluate and reconsider. So much is available for you to rewrite about yourself. It can be anything. It can be about the roles that you play. It can be about your daily habits. It can be about patterns of behavior that, that you know aren't, aren't productive or not, not healthy for you. Um, when you do it in the spirit of divine design and creator curiosity, it, it becomes much more uh, lighthearted and you have so much more access to literally let go of what you'd been yesterday or what you, what you were this morning and what you want to be right now. We like the context of, of you liking you. Um, it's such a, a, a healthy metric for, let's just, uh, yeah, there's something important there. Some of you are very, uh, you have a very good radar about, about what is likable about you and what isn't likable about you. Um, again, according to your standards, this isn't about pleasing others. This is, do you like you when you do that certain thing or when you, when you don't do that certain thing? Um, so we're giving you the authority. We're giving you the authorship of you, what you are in your life. As your eternal self, we see nothing but upside and nothing but potential in who and what you are. And we start from the baseline at the vibration that, that we connect in, in this system with you as. We love you as you are. You are so lovable to us. Um, and we see the same <laughs> quirkiness and maybe, you know, maybe they're not so strong in this, but they're really strong in that. We, it's not that we don't see that. It's that we're not this heavy-handed sort of disciplinarian as your eternal self energy um, wanting you to, to suffer and wanting you to, like, they better get it right in this lifetime. That's, that's not even on our radar. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a convention of, of earth, earthlings um, trying to make sense of your reality. Oh, this, we must be here to learn this stuff. No, <laughs> there's, a whole, there's a whole different way to look at it. You're here on earth and you can experience that and you have the power to put any sort of worldview or religious context on, oh, it must mean this. That doesn't mean it does mean that, but you're powerful enough to pretend it means that. And there is so much freedom 
so much liberty and so much sovereignty available to you from you when you reevaluate the bigger picture about who you are and why you're here. And if you didn't hear that in the first 10 minutes or so that we've been talking, you may want to start over. This is handing you your life back. You can't control what others are doing or how they're behaving or how they're living their lives. It is correct that the only mechanism you have for creating your life and in uh, living your life is you. You are the control panel. Yourself, your human, how you, what you create, what you bring to you, what you offer this world, and how you respond to others and all the stimuli that is presented to you in your earthly reality. We know that it, sometimes you feel in the possible distortion of your brain that, well, if I could just fix that person, if I could just help that person, then my life would be great. Um, sadly, that's not true. Um, even if all of those things that you think are the problem were going exactly the way you'd script them to be, that doesn't guarantee happiness and it get, doesn't guarantee success. And that doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. That means that you are in a human bodysuit and you're on earth at this time. <sighs> so just possibly let yourself be uh, sad, um, maybe even mad. Um, maybe there's a, a huge amount of disappointment or even resignation uh, to the, the truth of that and you're experiencing that and processing it right now. We don't say it to bum you out. We say it to liberate you from a false construct of how to be happy in your humanness. The how to be happy mystery is very real and it is ongoing in most people's lives. Um, some of the happiest people that we observe are uh, extremely um, narrow in their connection points. They connect to just what makes them happy and they have this, this amazing ability to be almost unaware <laughs> of, of several other things going on in the same reality that, that you're sharing with them. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, it would be easy to be happy <laughs> or easier to be happy if you, if you maybe didn't have this or didn't have that situation um, or, you know, this was going on in your family or that was going on in your financial situation, right? Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's so easy within the human construct to go, well, yeah, I'd be happy in that situation too. What we're saying is you actually may not. There are some extremely happy people that we observe that it's not because of their finances, trust us. It's not because of their family situation, trust us. Um, it's not because they're surrounded uh, by a healthy, happy community. It's not because they're isolated and alone in a beautiful part of the planet. Happiness is not situational. Happiness is energetic. And some people have easier access to that energetic profile than others. And that doesn't have to be a problem and it doesn't have to be something that you fix and solve. Now, some of you, we can feel you saying, but isn't that the goal of life to be happy? Not always. So if you're not happy, that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. If you are happy, that's great. 
um, some of you are quite serious <laughs> and the way that you are energetically predispositioned as a result of how you as your eternal self wired you, you are much less likely to be happy in your reality because of what you naturally pay attention to, are passionate about, are aware of. There's so many factors involved in it, okay? So this is probably, this message is particularly relevant possibly for the bringers of light because one would imagine that a bringer of light profile would be someone that bringing light means bringing happiness. That isn't always the case. Sometimes being a bringer of light means being a bringer of wisdom and a bringer of insight. And sometimes those are difficult jobs or thankless jobs or, um, or there's other situations involved in that bringer of light that make it um, that they have natural sort of uh, human, human joy suppressors going on in their life or maybe different seasons of their life, etc., that are sort of suppressing their happiness and joy. Um, so somebody's happiness and joy isn't, isn't the best marker of whether they are a bringer of light, number one, or, and or whether they are doing their job well at being a bringer of light. Okay, light means so many things. So at its essence, what, what we mean is a bringer of God's love. And sometimes God's love um, in the context of wisdom and insights, etc., doesn't always feel like it makes you happy. It doesn't always feel like it, like it you know, remedies all the problems of the world. Um, there is no fairy or godly wand um, that's available for that given the way that earth was set up and is set up. Okay. So with that, where do you go from here? If happiness isn't the goal per se, then what is it? Can you imagine all the different ways that you are and can be and have been an example of God's love in your reality? in your life. There are so many different ways to do that. And we love all of them. <laughs> we love all of them that, that help you feel like the, the bringer of and the representative of God's love that you are. Being in the human body suit is filled with possible distractions from the truth of how loved that you are. And it can be very hard to be loving in your reality, given all of that disconnection and uh, varying levels of consciousness and co um, complete disconnection that are surrounding you on a regular basis. It's hard being human. That's why some of you don't do it very often. And that's why it's so important to, um, to know that, that you're not trapped here. And that's why we've done those really important messages about the afterlife. So that when you are, when your human journey is complete, when, when that time comes where you drop the bodysuit and your eternal self is, is uh, the human journey is done, the heart stopped beating, the brain stopped functioning, that the energy that is you and your humanness 
can fully restore itself to the source energy that it is. That is so important. And having that energetic freedom in the afterlife actually helps you also have the energetic freedom in your life. It frees you up. It frees your eternal essence, your light up to be alive and well and accessible to you in your humanness. The connection there may not be obvious to some of you, and that's okay. It doesn't need to be. It is helpful if it is. The preoccupation of the human with what happens after this lifetime is, and depending on the belief system of what happens after death and how accessible, um, how much access that human or your human or any human has to pure creator energy, which is God, uh, filters and shapes so much of what you are as your human. To know that all life is a direct connection of source energy, no matter how happy they are or unhappy they are in this life, no matter how well they seem to be doing or how poorly they seem to be doing in their life, that that, that source energy love is, is all-encompassing and that you don't have to wait to die to, to find out if you deserved it. That's, that's a game of world religions. The fact that you can, in any moment in your life, accept the grace of source energy love in your life actually gives you so much oh, relief and uh, solace and peace and sacred sanctuary within your one, within your field of energy about what you have access to no matter what. It's, it's without condition and it's actually without boundary. From there, your ability to say, okay, this changes everything. Now what do I want to be? What do I want to try next? How could my life possibly get even better if you already love it? Or how could I get my act together if you really don't like your life? But some of your ideas about what's making other people happy are probably distorted, as well as some of your own ideas about what would make you happy may be distorted. So don't be surprised if you are surprised by sometimes when you get what you want. That's why there's this sense of, oh, okay, I got, I got that thing that I wanted and I'm not as happy as I thought I would be. It happens all the time. It, it happens so often. Oh, so we need a bigger system. We need a better system than that because it isn't just about goals and dreams and manifestation. It's about allowing the grace of, of loving, uh, loving life and the opportunity for human life, no matter what's happening. That, that that doorway, that doorway of grace is open to you no matter where you are. Okay? Let's, let's boil this down even further. Given what we know, which is many people get what they say that they wanted, their dreams are realized, and there's an unsettling moment of, oh, I don't really feel that different than I did when I thought up this dream, and I thought that when I got it, it would, it would 
be a whole new day, a whole new life for me. So now I have what I said I wanted and I don't feel that differently than what I was before. Because we know that that happens all the time, why not upset the whole process and just allow yourself to connect with your eternal self energy that can say, I'm not perfect, but the glorious energy of source energy is all over me as a matter of matter, as a matter of design construct and divine origination. And I'm in a very confusing reality called Earth using a very confused <laughs> piece of equipment called the human body suit. So it may not feel that way most of the time and maybe not ever. But how amazing is it to know that that's true? We guarantee, we don't guarantee that often. We guarantee that if you try out that as your premise, as your core belief about who and what you are and what source energy is, you will feel the divine empowerment. You will possibly feel more creative and you will be much more clear about <laughs> who and what you are today and possibly more uh, honest and uh, self-aware about what can make you happy today versus certain goals and dreams and objectives being met and the false promises that that, that will fix everything. Earth is messy. It, it just is. Okay. Okay, so what do you do now? We're helping you. You may be able to feel it, some of you. You may want to say these words with us. I am a creator energy. I am a one that is whole and complete and stunning. Not just as my eternal self, but as my human. Even if I can't see it, even if I can't feel it, but I want to feel it more and I want to be honest about what is true and what isn't true about this reality and how I could like myself more, how I could possibly be happier. So let's try something different. Let's keep experimenting with who and what we are and what's available to us and all that potential that we talked about today to help you feel the empowerment of the source energy that never left you at the bus stop or forgot you in this reality. Although it can feel that way, right? Okay. There we are. So what do you do? 
what do you want to do, <laughs> right? What do you want to try first? Um, it is a fresh year and there are many different options for you and try something, right? And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, more in a minute on something, another kind of very specific topic. Okay. Okay, we're just giving you an activation from the soles of your feet along with the top of your head, your hands. The super center of your lower chakra and the super center of your upper chakras. Including future blueprints, by the way, for those chakras that you don't know about yet. Allowing in all the upgrades of the future. Any, any upgrades from the past that you may have missed out on or are not fully activated. Okay. You've got this. All right. Hmm. Okay. Whew. All right curious to see how you guys are doing with that. For those of you that are live, if you want to chat in the chat room, I'll, uh, thanks Connie. She said intense upgrades. Okay, good. I'm so glad to hear it. Okay. So let me, uh, talk about a couple things. I, um, related to, uh, physical health and dietary and those sorts of things. I offered a series, um, a while back called minding the matter. I'm not a health expert. I'm not a trained nutritionist. I'm not pretending to be. The only reason I did that program is because when I needed to get well and my team directed me towards food first, not exercise, not hiring a trainer, not hitting the gym, um, they directed me towards food and cleaning up my food first. And they directed me towards very specific things and I followed that lead and I listened and within five days I started to feel better. Um, I followed a very dedicated program for I think it was 90 days um, and I I couldn't believe, I mean, especially I was 45, I think maybe 46 at the time, I'm 48 now, um, verging on 49 and I can't believe the transformation that was available strictly from changing what I ate and it wasn't radical. It was not calorie restriction. It was actually the opposite of everything that I had thought. And, and I mean, I'm a, I'm a fairly informed person. And I was like, wait, what? So I was, I was shocked. And but as I, as I read, um, my uh, my team added what I team my divine connection added to what I was led towards reading, which was the Gut Balance Revolution by Dr. Gerard Mullen. He's a gastroenterologist at John Hopkins University, um, and I was I heard him in an interview, and I felt this. I felt my team go, "Listen, Jill, listen." And I heard what he was saying, and he has he said a couple things that totally caught my ear. And one of the things that he said was our body and the, the gut microbiome in particular is a bit more like an X-Files episode than what you'd imagine. And I was like, oh, oh, I heard that. I heard, you know, the context of supernatural. I heard the context of mysterious and um, not unknowable, but, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit odd, a little bit unusual, right? 
Um, anyway, so I read the book. I actually don't read many books and I actually read <laughs> the whole thing, which is unusual for me. As I'm reading it though, I felt like what he was saying was exactly what I needed. So I followed his advice. I actually made it a little bit harder. I took out the cheese and I took out the dairy, even what he calls phase one. My team was sharing with me so much more information about the pivotal role that the gut microbiome plays in human health and human well-being. And again, within five days, I started to physically feel better. And the more I did it, the more amazingly transformed I felt. I felt almost supernatural in the clarity of my brain and all those things. So anyway, I had such an amazing experience with that. I couldn't not share it with others. Okay, so it's available to you. Do I think it will help everybody? You guys, I don't know, <laughs> but I see you as a sovereign being and I, I want you to know that that's available as a choice. Now here's where it gets interesting. Offering a food and nutrition and a physical wellness program has been the most bizarre experience, even though everything else I do is, could be considered very bizarre by most people's standards. There is something really weird that happens with the, I want to call it intelligent of uh, intelligent uh, consciousness of the gut. And it is like an X-Files episode and that the gut microbiome is, I mean, it is an ecosystem of either something that's helping you be your best self or actually getting in the way of you being your best self. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Um, so the way that that level of consciousness affects our, our brain level of consciousness is absolutely fascinating. I don't know if mainstream humanity will, or even science will ever really understand it because it is so it's, 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 it's bizarre <laughs> and it's, it's, I think it's impossible, at least in our current time frame, our current span of, of human existence to fully comprehend the, um, the consciousness that's going on at a gut microbiome level. Um, and this is, I mean, this is, you know, bacteria and I, I'm going to have the wrong words. Connie, you might be able to help me out because I know that you are a trained nutritionist, but the it's, I, I can't remember the statistic and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to throw out the Jill version of it. Um, but there is something, it's like, if, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny that I'm getting tripped up here. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, my team is laughing. They're like, you got it, slow down. Um, you don't have to get it precise to get the general gist of it. If we as humans understood how much of our uh, of our beingness is actually non-human material. The gut microbiome, the bacteria, the, 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 the natural bacteria that is part of a healthy human, it's non-human life. That's so weird, right? So what are we doing to, uh, to inspire and support and create health in, in that area of our beingness? Because what I found out for myself is I'm, I'm generally a happy person, but um, what I realize now is that unhealthy food cravings come from that unhealthy or, or dysbiosis in the gut microbiome, okay? So 
you know, that, that, and this is, okay, yeah, what am I trying to get to? Jesus is like, I'll help you out. Okay, so what I'm trying to get to is that there are so many people that want to be physically healthier. Um, there are very few people that I know that are eating all the right things, exercising all the right ways. They know they're just physically like, I've got it. I'm, I'm there. You know what I mean? That I'd say that's the minority, the, the very slim minority of the, of the population. And most of us are kind of like, no, what are we supposed to do again? Right? I have had the, the strangest situation with, with offering a health program and that I tend to get these emails from super, I mean, I can feel their brainwaves, really, really intelligent people saying, okay, I want to do Minding the Matter or I sign up for Minding the Matter here's my situation. And there's like pair, like big, long paragraphs of, of their journey with this diet and that diet. And then sometimes it's, I know this is true. And I, you know, what about this? And what about that? And what about this program? And what about that book? And as if, you know, and I, I love the questions, but I'm, I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, hang on. I haven't read all those books and I'm not pretending I have, but the, what I feel energetically in it is so much a game. It's a game of the, the, I want to say, how do you want to put it? Uh, I want to call it invasive, but then it seems like some like alien force that is like, like out to malevolently like mess you up. And it's not like that. It just, or is it? My team just said, anyway, it's not for your highest good. Trying to keep you from changing its system because it will get messed up. That the, the, it's not malevolent though. It's not evil. It just wants to live and it's kind of at your expense. Um, but it's not anyway. So the part of you that can be grumpy and, um, and have sugar addictions or have salt addictions and no, it's like that part of you that you're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. I know I shouldn't be going to the fridge and, and grabbing this unhealthy thing, but you're eating it. And it's almost like your, your brain is like, we should not be doing this. So what is that force? that is taking over in that moment. And I would offer to you that it is a dysbiotic gut microbiome. And the reason I know that is based on my connection and based on my human experience as Jill, which is within five days of me changing what I was eating and not having sugar, not even fruit, no sodas, just water, right? Or just tea. Um, I think coffee is allowed on it too. I can't remember the logistics. I'm not really a huge coffee drinker, but anyway, um, my cravings were gone. And the cool thing is that I'm a major sugar. Um, I like candy, cookies, you know, that kind of stuff, pastries. Oh my God. And bread. Right. So within five, it was, I think when I did it, it was around like late, I think it was like October 9th or October 10th of that year. And of course, Halloween in the USA, especially major candy fest. And I felt, I mean, I was just so aware of how I did not want those things. And I love like Butterfinger candy bars. And I remember saying to my younger daughter at the time, I said, you could put a Butterfinger on my tongue and I would take it off with no problem whatsoever. Okay. So going back to the long emails and the the whole, what about this? And what about that? The gut microbiome is powerful enough to get us, and I think most of us can see this in our lives, to, to have moods that we don't want to have, to eat things that we don't want to eat. 
um, and to say things even that we don't want to say, to be a version of ourselves that we don't want to be. It's amazing and crazy, but so true. So am I saying that if you get your, your gut microbiome in a happy, healthy, well-being, uh, non-craving state of affairs that you could be transformed? Yes, I'm definitely saying that. Is that like the route to like connecting with your teams and all these other things? No, because I don't promise that we can do that. Um, in the human structure, we're not set up to have dialogue with our teams. I have it. I, it's like I know why and I don't know why. I know why because I'm here to help you. I'm here to help this reality. And, and you have gifts that I don't have. And I'm not saying, God, I wish I had your gifts, right? Well, maybe I am. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to have the same gifts as the other person has to be a bringer of light, to be on purpose, etc. But I am, it is just, it's fascinating and horrifying to me that this, this dysbiosis can, can mess us up so much. And related to the emails that I've been getting over the past couple days, because it is kind of a, a season for like, a, you know, New Year's resolutions, and I, I don't do those. But anyway, it's kind of like, okay, I want to, I want to fix this. You know, um, it's fascinating to me that there are so many ways that this uh, distortion shows up in our life. And I mean, just think about it. If you stand back, if you're one of those people that says, oh, should I do this program? Or should I do this program? Or, or maybe you've been one of those people that you've tried so many different things and you still don't have the, the feeling of well-being that you're looking for, right? It's amazing how I think that I imagine that you know exactly what you need to know. The only problem is application. That's it. If you would do what you know you should do, we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? And I'm not saying I'm perfect either because <laughs> my gut microbiome is not where it was when I was following that program. So yes, it is one of those things that, that you have to do it. <laughs> you have to have a healthy, healthy gut microbiome and feed it accordingly in order to not have the cravings, etc. So it's a uh, yeah, but it's because I'm in the same situation. I know what I should be doing and I'm not doing it right now. I get close and then I go off, but I, it's hard. It is hard. I'm not lying. Um, it is hard to do. That's why most of us aren't doing it, you guys. So the power of this dysbiosis is fascinating to me, impressive to me, and horrifying to me. Um, so for any of you that are kind of searching for the, like the right thing to do, just do something, you guys, <laughs> just do something, keep it, keep it simple. If you want to, the minding the matter program is there. I should be following it more religiously now than I or diligently at least than, than I am. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm doing okay, right? Could I be doing better? Yes, I could be doing a lot better. You could be probably be doing a lot better too. Some of you have a system that works and I love you. Every time I hang out with you guys that have your system, I'm thinking of you, Anne, <laughs> in Denmark. I've traveled with you many times and Anne's got a system that works for her. And I'm like, yes, and it's consistent and it's, you're awesome. Um, a lot of us don't have that. Some of us are searching or we get there and then we're not there and then we get there and then we're not there but just do something because the, the knowledge, it's not lack of knowledge that we have. It's lack of application of knowledge. And part of the barrier is that gut microbiome. And I do believe 
Yeah, thank you. I just want my team to say, this is where we're talking about it. Your awareness that it is that that barrier, it's not in knowledge, it's in you actually have a system within your human body that is fighting you. You're right. There is a force that takes over. And you're like, wait a minute, why am I, why am I eating the ice cream or why am I eating the potato chips or whatever that is? It is a force of nature that we as humans are hosts to. And I know that just sounds like so creepy, but it's so real. And, and you can kill it off. <laughs> you really can. Once you stop feeding it what it wants and you feed it something else and you, you dial everything in and it's hard. Those first five days, for some people, I get major um, die-off symptoms where that, that, and this is, people talk about die-off, but I don't think they talk about the metaphysical nature of it. It's, it's not feeding. It's no longer feeding the unhealthy gut microbiome in your body, in your gut, in your system that you are a host to. That's why those cravings are so intense because that literally life form is saying, I have to have the sugar or I have to have the wine or the beer or whatever else it is using as part of its livelihood. It can't get it if you don't eat it. See what I'm saying? So it needs you to survive. So it takes you, I don't, I don't think it's willpower. I think it's, I think it is knowledge and hopefully this helps. And I know it sounds crazy, but I, I say lots of crazy things that are true. (laughs) Um, So with your awareness of where that's coming from, and it's not willpower, it's actually a life form in you that is so tiny. I mean, it is, it's, it's my microbial, right? In, in, in size, it takes like, I don't know what kind of electron microscope or something it would take to see it, but it's there. And once you stop feeding it, it will, it'd be like, I'm dying. So you're going to feel like you're dying. Let me give you a headache. Let me hand you not, let me hand you diarrhea. Let me hand you a migraine here and there to, to let you feel that I'm dying and I need you to feed me. Right? So when you stop feeding it by, you know, after it is sort of dead (laughs) and it's, you know, it's flushed out of your system through your normal body processes. You don't need a coffee enema or anything, anything crazy. It will naturally eliminate and die off. And then what you're feeding in place of it is the healthy microbiome. And I do kind of think for some of you that know the Gremlins movie, remember Gizmo? You want gizmos <laughs> in your gut. And the gizmos are, are happy and they're not moody and they're sharp and clear and focused. So your brain feels amazing. Your moodiness goes down. Your cravings for unhealthy things that you know are unhealthy for you go away. You have more energy. You sleep better. It is create your skin. Oh my God. It is not. So of course, some of you that would normally be asking, why aren't I doing that? Because it's hard, <laughs> right? That force of the, the dis, I want to say it dis, dis, it's not dystopia. It's, it's nasty. <laughs> it's the icky, the, the mean, the gremlin, the gremlin energy. It's, and that's a force to be reckoned with. I do feel like that's why most of us have such a, it's, it's a real battle. Yeah. And for those that don't, that have, they've got just gizmos, right? They're just like, I don't understand the problem. You should be exercising. You, you know, like, why are you having that soda? Why do you need that, uh, you know, uh, you know, mug of beer every night? I don't do that. 
right? And they seem so holier now sometimes, and sometimes you just want to smack them like, you don't get it. They don't get it. They don't have that dysbiosis like you have. So why do you have it? There's a whole bunch of reasons. Too much antibiotics over your life, um, some intense round of antibiotics where it just it's a very precarious, delicate rhythm down there in the gut, and the slightest little offset just starts to turn things. So for some, um, for some, anyway, there's, there's so many variables at play that it can be anything and most of us do get in a dystopic situation at at some point uh, dysbiosis okay so the why again watch your brain right because that level of energy within you will totally mess with you and have you on all these tangents of oh I'm doing research and I'm reading this book well are you doing what it says to do well, no, I'm evaluating, <laughs> right? So again, it, there's a whole bunch of tricks that that, because it just wants to live. And it's so funny. I'll reveal something here. Let me get a drink of water. Um, this is, <coughs> uh, I had a, uh, there was um, a classroom situation when my, one of my daughters was in elementary school and there was one year where she had head lice like two or three times and it was just like, oh my God, this isn't happening. Um, and it, I've, I had never experienced anything like that before and I'm just like, oh my God. And at one point I remember she was, uh, she was looking out the window as we were driving to school. She, she's very profound in a, lot of, in a lot of situations in her life. And she said, um, she said, what, you know, why is it so hard to kill them? And she says, it's almost like they just want to live. And I was like, yeah, that's that's so so deep. If you really think about it, everything just wants to live, (laughs) you know, whether it's the head lice or the uh, virus, you know, the negative viruses. And oh, my God, is there are there any positive viruses? I don't know. I'm not a medical professional. Um, but anyway, so this, this gremlin like energy, whatever that gut microbiome version is, um, yeah, but again, what I learned was so opposite of everything I, I thought I knew, oh, just take some probiotics that'll fix it. And what Dr. Mullen says is that's like the worst thing you can do because we don't understand the, the versions and varieties of probiotics very well right now in our current point in history. So it can actually be adding fuel to the fire, the version of probiotic that we don't have the formula of, okay, if you have this symptom and this type of, um, weight gain and you know, this, 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 let me, you know, let's put you in the checklist. Oh, okay. You need this version of probiotics. Um, anyway, well, let me put it, some of you will say, no, I know somebody that knows that. Well, that's great, but the rest of the world doesn't know it because we're still suffering. Okay. Or we're still not our best. We're in a dire state here. And anyone that, that disagrees with that, I don't know what you're looking at. (laughs) Okay. Um, you know, uh, obesity rates in at all ages is just, you know, going up and up and up and up. Um, diabetes, heart disease. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And And I know some people are like, well, they just need to exercise. It's possible that, that if you're saying that you have never been in a situation where you feel so icky, um, overall physically, that doesn't mean you're not productive. That doesn't mean you're not great at your job and you can function, but the idea of anything extra like exercise is just like, (laughs) it makes me want to snort. Like, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Right. I just, I have just enough energy to get through my day. (laughs) Right. And the idea of more, it's like, oh, but you'll get more energy. 
literally. If you look at um, adrenal fatigue and, you know, um, leaky gut syndrome, which is also called intestinal permeability or stomach lining uh, permeability is the medical term for it. So don't go to your MD, your medical doctor and say uh, leaky, leaky gut. Um, they'll just go <clears throat> like that's, that's quackery. But if the minute you say intestinal permeability lining, intestinal lining permeability, then they'll go, oh yeah, that's a problem. It's the same thing. That's what we're talking about here. Anyway, so there's, there's literal biological, uh, damage that can have occurred that is repairable. Um, that if you're in that state, exercise is like the last thing you want to do anyway. All right. So I've talked for 30 minutes about this. Didn't expect that, but I like what came through. <laughs> I just want you to be healthy. So try not to overthink it. You guys, um, I do feel like, you know what to do and I'm trying to add more information to why you're not doing what you know to do. Okay. Um, I'm here for you, right? The Mighty the Matter program is there. It does work. Um, even nutrition, I've had different nutritionists that have, that have done it because even nutritionists maybe don't apply what they know. Wink, wink, right? That happens. We're all there. We've all got the same challenge with that gremlin, that gremlin of uh, life force that, that we as humans are a host to. Yeah. Okay, that's where we are. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else is going on? Um, again, hugs to all the 13 year olds in the world. Oh, girls, especially be nice to each other. All right. I know social media is, um, it can be used as a weapon and oh, if we can just get these 13 year olds up to even 14, I feel like some of the, some of the storm is over, but I've got a 13 and a half year old and um, it's hard you guys just oh, oh, ready to cry right now not going to anyway hugs and love uh, to all of you I love you so much um, what's going on okay so I'll be on Carrie Murphy's oh, uh, straight talk for the soul I believe is what she calls her telesummit and her regular radio program and I love Carrie she and I fit we, we complement each other very well and I can't wait to be on her show this Friday I am actually still up in the air about what I'll be offering for this special offer sorry about that um, but it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Miracles can happen. Um, but I do have stuff going on at my house and with my family that I need to take care of. So I don't know if I'll be offering. Um, I don't know exactly what I'll be offering there, but, um, uh, yeah, anyway, so, okay. Um, that's that. And then the members, the monthly membership, this is such a weird situation. I've been trying to do a monthly membership now for, well, not trying. I, it's been on my mind to do something regularly for years. And I used to do remembering workshops. I think it was twice a month. And some of you that have been around longer, you know about those. Even they're pretty timeless. I mean, there's some pretty amazing. There used to be 30 and 45 minute meditations that would just be like, <laughs> like knock you out. Amazing. Um, those are still available. If you Google or search Jill Renee Feeler, uh, deep vault. They're all in there. I think there might be 30 or more. And I offered it at this crazy price that you can get all of them. You'd have 
hours and hours and hours of, of deep consciousness experiences uh, to help you feel like the bringer of light that you are, and, you know, information and wisdom and all that stuff. Anyway, I don't do those deep, uh, the remembering workshops anymore because then I started doing different series that I would offer here and there. And here's this new series and here's this new series and they're all available. Um, I do like to do new things though. And the monthly membership, I did, I do desire to form a more of a sense of community for those of us that hang out more often together. And we, you know, we already know kind of who and what each of us are. And I mean, like you, you know me and I have a sense of you. And um, so it's like, yeah, let's, let's, us, let's us hang out more. Let's have a members only event once a month. Let's uh, let, me, let me allow some of those downloads that I get and uploads to be dedicated just to that group. That feels good to me. Also, not going to lie, from a financial perspective, I like that. The I don't have anything else. That it's like regular payments coming in in exchange for what I offer. So I do like that. And energetic exchange, balancing that out feels really good too. Um, and my team's like, then why are you only charging 14 US dollars per month? That's a good question. Because <laughs> I know the value is way more than that. I like to keep things affordable. I do. Um, and I like to have that that spread in the like making it affordable to those that that don't have the financial blessings or maybe maybe strength or aptitude, whatever. I, and that's why I do the free stuff too, because I want to. Um, anyway, so the monthly, uh, gig, I started with subscribe star and I'm not, it's so bizarre that like within, I think days of, or maybe weeks of me setting it up, sub subscribe star got hit with some of this deplatforming stuff. And some of you don't know what that is and, uh, lucky you, cause it's a, it's weird what's going on right now. Very, very strange. Um, very anti-free speech. I get it, but it's also like really messed up. Anyway, so we got caught in that subscribe star deplatforming by its payment processors, uh, PayPal and Stripe uh, blocked them because of some of the content creators that they had on there. I don't even know how many they were upset about, but they were like, no, you can't say that. That's hate speech. And it's like, is it really hate speech? I mean, like who, who is it hating exactly? And, and I don't know. Anyway, we're in a weird time on earth and I don't want to get too political there. Or do I? <laughs> anyway, so Subscribestar wasn't going to work because they don't have an alternative payment platform yet. So I was like, oh, what are we going to do? What, you know, and anyway, it was just strange that finally deciding to do it, then I ended up caught in that. Strange. So anyway, so I have it set up now. Yay, finally. Um, so it's on my regular, <laughs> my regular memberful um, uh, subscription and I, it feels good. So anyway, that's where it is. So if you go to my website, I actually did some work over the weekend and sort of clarified the menu items on my site. So for those of you that are go regularly, um, I didn't move around too much, but you will see different labels. So if you go to jillreneefeeler.com and you go to members, that tab, um, you will see different drop down options and one is for the monthly membership and that's where I'll, um, you'll click on that if you want to be the regular um, uh, you want to have a monthly payment and then get monthly benefits that others don't get um, we have a monthly event uh, for January on let me look at my calendar um, it is on na, 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 na. Ah, January 20th. And I believe, uh, I can't remember why we picked that day. I know the day felt good to me. And then I found out there was like an eclipse that day. A lunar eclipse, I think. Anyway, it feels really good. So January 20th is the day for that. Again, Carrie Murphy will be this Friday, January 11th. 
And um, I think that's it. Okay, I love you guys. Sorry this went long. <sighs> but we did start late. Thank you. That's true. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Anything going on in the chat room I should look at? Let's see. Okay. Oh, lots. And I have been ignoring you over here. I apologize. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. Oh, I love you guys. Okay. Uh, Sheila, good question. Uh, with regard to minding the matter, are the food recommendations the same for everyone? Uh, I mean, in general, what I wrote down, if you do the ebook version of mine and what Dr. Mullins does in, in that version that I recommend, or if you just buy his book and do that all on your own without my added insights from the team about the metaphysical nature of our bodies and uh, messages related to that, okay? Um, there is definitely a, you know, eat these things, don't eat these things. Um, okay, so are the food recommendations the same for everyone? In, in that way, yes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, <laughs> they are. And let me know if you have any other questions about that. I mean, you can customize it though. I mean, no one's, I'm not saying like, oh, you have to have, this is not a green celery every morning juicing <laughs> sort of thing to, to answer maybe that in another way. And if that's working for you, that's great. Yay, you. Okay, okay, good. Okay, very good. Okay, I will say the name of the book again. It's The Gut Balance, with a B, Revolution. And it's Dr. Gerard, G-E-R-A-R-D, Mullen, M-U-L-L. I always get this part. I'm always like, is it E-N or I-N? But it's M-U-L-L, either I-N or E-N. Um, so you can do that book directly, or you can do Jill Renee Feeler, Minding the Matter to try that out. And I do have a special pricing for January. Okay. Um, da, da, da. Okay, good. Awesome. Every, some other people are sharing about their own gut microbiome healing. Yay. Okay. Okay. Very good. Yeah, whole 30. I I have a I have a um a client slash friend and she's traveled with me, Hope, uh very smart and an oncology nurse, by the way. Um and she when she asked about it, she had sent an email and we were emailing back and forth and she said it sounds like whole thirty. Again, I'm I didn't I've I'm not a, a a diet aficionado. Um, and I don't mean diet like fad diet. I'm not even a nutrition aficionado. Um, so when I did it, it wasn't like, oh, I've tried everything. I just, not that kind of person. I didn't have that situation. Anyway, that wasn't me. So the Whole30, once she said it, I looked it up and it, it I think Whole30 could work for people. I don't know how much sugar is recommended in it. I don't know what Samson's barking at. He's outside. Oh, there's a dog near the neighbor's house. Okay, he's good. Um, anyway, so Whole30 might be an option too. I, this isn't the only program that will help you guys, but it's it's what I know works because I did it. Okay. Okay, very good. All right, let's see what else. Yeah, ta the man, you bring up the issue of food and, and like the right way to eat and it's like a, everybody's got an opinion, right? And I just want people to have the answers, right? Answers for them. That's right. Okay. 
Oh, thank you, Connie. She's saying, as a nutritionist, I completely recommend this program. Yeah, Connie read through it. <laughs> and then we had a session at one point and, and she said, by the way, I read through the material and it's, I, I wholeheartedly like, yes, yes, yes. What I was looking for is there and there wasn't anything in there that I disagreed with. I think you said that, Connie. Anyway, so thank you for that. Yeah, good. All right. Okay, let's see. Yeah, good. Suzanne is saying, make sure to accompany the program with taking care of yourself in various ways with less stress and more self-nurturing, whatever this is for you. Yeah, good advice. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Suzanne's like, there's a Facebook group also to support you. That's true, there is. All right. Mm. Hmm. Oh, thanks, Dolores. She's saying thanks, Joan. Major upgrade for me in today's message. Understanding I can't control things going on outside, but do the best I can to care for mom with dementia. I am my own control panel to my happiness. Yay. Good job, Dolores. Love you, sister. Missing you. Oh, cool. Sherry put in the book title. And it is M-U-L-L-I-N. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Sheila. Okay. Hey, Brooklyn. He's saying, hi, Jill. I will definitely be tuning into your feature with Carrie. That's good to, to be so lit. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Okay. Thanks for your support on that. Those telesummits are, are really fun. I don't, I say no to a lot of them. Um, I say yes to John. I think almost every time he asks me, sometimes I take a bit of a break and I have said yes to Carrie and I've said yes to a couple others. And yeah, I'm very, I, I don't love the telesummits. Um, most of them. Anyway, I shouldn't say that because some of them I haven't been on. I don't, the, anyway, anyway, I'll be on with Carrie on Friday <laughs> and I can't wait. Okay. Very good. All right. There's more stuff in here. I love you guys. I think that's it. Okay. Blessings, everybody. <laughs> I love you so much. And yeah, I love you. It's such a, pri a privilege and an honor to be alongside you in this journey. Oh, I love you. For those of you that want to travel with me, I handed off the Greece itinerary, oh, my version of the itinerary to the travel agency on Friday. And oh, that's coming up for September of 2019. And I, the more I got into that itinerary, the more I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Um, so I can't wait for that trip. And then I do have the final confirmation contract for Zion um, in October. And let me give you the dates for that for people that want to go to the Zion um, retreat with me. And we did add a day um, this year. Where are those dates? Let me do a little search. And I can give you the dates for... Um, Oh my goodness, why can't I find that? Okay, uh, Greece. These are the dates I negotiated with my husband, <laughs> which matters, okay, because he's he gets to take care of the girls when I'm gone. Okay, so dates for upcoming trips. Um, for Greece, it looks like um, September 27th through October 8th. And Zion is... Thursday, October 24th through Monday, October 28th, we added a day. It was very clear as, because when I did Zion, the Zion, Zion retreat, 
Um, it's like a cosmic family reunion. They're awesome. When I did that one this last year, we all were like, I wish we had another day. Cause I'm, as I did the second one, I found more places that are so special to go to. Oh my God. It's so awesome. Secret spots in Zion, right? And we find them anyway. So adding another day for next year feels awesome. And yeah, Zion. Great. And then the Egypt trip for 2020 is, I could be February of 2020 the following year um and that one is about normally a 12 or 13 day and that one i haven't uh cracked into yet in terms of the itinerary but it will be different than last time and then i'm looking further down the road at another mary magdalene trip for september 2020 yeah so that's on my plate it it takes some effort to get all those things together and i have my own life as human joe going on too so anyway all right, Suzanne saying secret spots in Zion. Love that you added today. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome, Pat. All right, you guys, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And it's so fun to be alongside you in this journey. It just wouldn't be the same without you. Um, yeah, Jesus is saying amen to that. Yeah, it's really such a, so great that, that you and I are all, that we're all here. I mean, it's so fantastic. And I, I never want to take that for granted. It's really, really special. And, you know, we all, and I am going to, I don't want to cry. Um, we all have, you know, challenges in our human lives and, you know, death in our families, whether our parents are dying or have passed or pets or, uh, we've lost, I mean, there's just so much loss in this reality and it's hard and trying to keep our bodies working well and having a 13 year old, <laughs> right? I just wanted to put her in a bubble and say, <laughs> everybody leave her alone, <laughs> right? Um, she's not being picked on or bullied or anything. You guys, I, I don't want to, it feels too personal to share what's going on with her, but it's, um, scary as a parent. And, um, there's just, it, I'm sure our parents worried about us when we were 13. Social media adds a whole different other thing. And there's things that we didn't even worry about, you know, as a, um, with our kids in elementary school that are all of a sudden on the scene. My kids were born in 2002 and 2005. And I was talking to the vice principal at her um, middle school yesterday, and he was talking about the vaping epidemic, um, these e-cigarettes and some of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some of the material. Uh, the school resource officer said he'd loan me some. I guess the, the vaping devices, um, the Juul, J, um, I want to do a public service announcement about this because what he was telling me was blowing my mind about the, it looks like a USB drive and it's actually a device that they can use, the kids and teenagers. He was saying it's just blowing up. At the excuse me, at the um, at the middle school, the junior high level, and some of them, some of the uh, oils or whatever that they put in have nicotine in them, and the kids he's saying are are talking like, no, it's 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 not smoking, and I was like, wait a minute, what? What is going on here? Um, anyway, so there's just so many things like, okay, be worry about this, worry about that, and and I'm you know I've probably gotten beyond a lot of my worrying. Um, given, you know, since my connection and, you know, the way I am right now, but you know, then you, you can say that all day long until you have a 13 year old and you're like, no, I worry. <laughs> it's not worry that keeps me up, up awake at night. It's just a big responsibility for any of us that are parents of kids of any age and, um, stuff. Anyway, life is hard, right? Being human is hard. And, uh, the kind of support that we have here, I hope it supports us not just in our feeling loved by God like we talked about today, but also um, capable of being um, a strong parent and um, 
good partner in life and good to yourself and um, making it not just making good choices, applying good choices in our life because it's like a landmine war out there in a lot of ways. And I, I totally get it. I'm so grateful that I that I am a mom and that I have kids. Um, and it adds a whole other layer of like relevance to um, like <laughs> walking my talk in terms of uh, what we do here with you guys. So anyway, that's enough. <laughs> okay. Mwah! I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. And I hope to see you guys this Friday when I'm on Carrie's show. I love you guys. Bye-bye for now. See you next week. Oh, thank you, Sherry, holding your daughters in our hearts. Thank you so much. Oh, my 16-year-old, she came home for lunch. Uh, that's why I was a little bit late. Making, I made her lunch. She's, she's got some dietary restrictions that are really tricky. And it's anyway, she came home yesterday. She came home today. And it's nice to see her during the middle of the day. And she was reminding me about when she was 13 and how hard it was. And it's so funny. It was just three years ago. But I was like, oh, you're totally right. So I was listening to her wisdom. Um, related to our 13-year-old and helping support her and um, in a challenging period of somebody's life. So anyway, love you guys so much. Thank you. I feel, feel your love and support. It means a lot to me. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody.